Hey, you made it. There are so many things going on in the world today. You need to celebrate the fact that you took a moment to stop and listen to the word of God through this Heavenly Vision podcast. I'm sure God's going to speak to you in a way that will bless you. So let's get into it. (laughs) Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. Have it in your hand or you can read it on the screens. It says, now after the Sabbath, towards the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing was as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel of the Lord said to the women, do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, hallelujah, as he said. Come and see the place where he laid. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. I have told you this. Look at verse 8. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, greetings. How y'all doing? And they came up and they took hold of his feet and they worshiped him. And then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. For a few moments, we want to talk on this subject. Raised to life. Raised to life. Hallelujah. There is a, there is a, a, a statement that God has given us that, that, that is overarching throughout this entire teaching. And we got one more. We got one more sermon to teach next week, and I believe God is going to speak some great things even on next week, and and you're so invited to come back next week. We'll be here same time next Sunday doing the same thing in a greater way. Amen? Amen. Here's the thought. We are raised to life, every one of us, you, me, your neighbor. We are all raised to life through the reality of the gospel. And that good news must be fully understood in order that new life can be fully embraced. You have to know this. You have to know this. There has to be a full, immersive understanding of the gospel so that we can be raised to new life. And in our text of focus, we are given an eye-opening account of the resurrection of Jesus. However, many times when we read this most common narrative, uh, we do so with the preconceived notion of the account. But today, here's what I want to do. If if you just give me a little time, I want us to walk through this text together so that we can get a broader understanding of this text as we look at it with open hearts and open spirits. Is that all right? I, I know you haven't closed your Bible. I know you haven't switched over to any other app in your phone. You're still at the Bible. And so since you're still there, let's read it some more. Amen. It says, now, after the Sabbath toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary 
Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Now, I got to deal with this first verse because I need you to understand something as we move forward through this text. There are some truths and principles that are going to be that are going to be just coming out to us at every point in time in this text. And I just want to give it to you so that you are able to walk away from here raised to life. The first thing I need you to understand early in the morning, they went to see what? The tomb. That's what your scripture says. They didn't go to see Jesus. The Bible says they went to see the tomb. Too many times in our lives, we look for the disappointment instead of the success. I don't know who this is my first point already. I don't know who I'm talking to in here. I need you to hear this. I need this. Why you got to come? You know, I need you to hear this right now. You, you have to stop looking for the tomb and start looking for the resurrection. Oh, y'all going to, come on, come on. I need to put that in your breast pocket and walk with it all week. Stop looking for bad news. Stop. I, I know you, you ready for that email to say you were denied. You ready for that, for, that, for that application to come back rejected. But I need somebody to start looking for something different. You're going to go, I pray in the name. You are getting ready to walk into a new week where you're going to start looking for success. Stop looking for the tomb and start looking for the promise. Stop looking for sadness. Start looking for joy. Stop Stop looking for defeat and start looking for victory. Stop. They went looking for the, you're looking for the wrong thing. Keep looking for defeat and you'll find it. Here's what the Bible says. And the, and the scripture works whether you like it or not. The, the scripture says, seek and you shall find. Now, here's the reality. Some of us are finding exactly what we're looking for. But you need to change what you're seeking. And I promise you, if you change what you seek, you'll change what you find. My God. I got to move. I got to move. Tell somebody, change what you're looking for. What are you looking for? You're looking for the tomb. The scripture should have said they were looking for the resurrected Jesus. But they walk around with spices and embalming fluid like they're ready to fix his body. Verse 2, he says, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the angel of the Lord descended and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. Wow, wow, the angel of the Lord came. Great earthquake ensues. The angel of the Lord descends, coming down like he's Thor or something. Amen. Anybody seen the new Avengers? Don't tell me about it. I ain't seen it yet. Don't, Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't tell your neighbor anything either. All right. He comes down and he just, he just blows up the spot. Blows up the spot. Blows, I mean, just, just comes down and does something miraculous. I, I, I feel the prophetic thrust pushing me in the back. So I got to say this. I, I am of the belief that as we are listening to this sermon today and as we have arrived at Easter Sunday 2019, that God is getting ready to shake some things up in your life. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know who is in need of a spiritual, mental, emotional, financial earthquake, but I come to let you know that there is something on the barometer that's saying that there is a shaking coming your way. I don't know what fault line you live on, but I come to let you know that God is getting ready to shake up some things in your life so that you will begin to feel him in a different way so the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and then sat on it you know this, this, this angel had to be a G right 
this, this big old stone that it, it, it say it took multiple men to, 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 to move, but this stone comes, this angel comes down and just says, and then has a seat. How y'all doing? What up? I'm just, I'm just out here chilling, doing my duty. Got some Jesus duty, I'm doing it. Doing my Jesus duty. Okay, God bless you. Listen to what the Bible says. His appearance was like lightning. <laughs> And his clothes was white as snow. Man, this brother is sharp. Ooh, he looking good. Sharp. Easter Sunday sharp, y'all. Come on, he's sharp. And his appearance was lightning, and his clothes was white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. I got to give you this one because I feel the Holy Ghost pushing me to say this. Listen to me. I need you to know that there have been some forces that have been sanctioned to your life by the powers of darkness to watch over your defeat. But God is about to bring some light into your situation. And the light in your situation is about to cause everything that's not like God to die around you. Y'all not going to hear me, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. I, th there's some stuff that need to fall dead around you. right? You got some stuff at your house need to fall dead. You got some stuff at your job that need to fall dead. I ain't saying no people. I'm saying stuff, spirits, thoughts, emotions. You got some things that need to die and stay dead. I declare in the name of Jesus that these things are getting ready. Because they see the light of God, because they see the glory of God, they're going to fall away. Some stuff ain't going to comment on. They just go... Now, we see all this first four verses. We see the women, see the angel, see the soldiers. But who we don't see is Jesus. Are you reading your Bible? I know they got it on the screen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Where's Jesus? Because this is Easter Sunday. And so if anybody ought be in the scene... It ought to be Jesus. But they come to the grave. The angel rolls the stone away. But there's still no, the soldiers there. They didn't fail like dead men because they so scared. And, and the angel's bright as light. And we see all of this, but we do not see Jesus. Anybody beside me ever ask that question? Where is Jesus? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Because the reality is, as we move further in this text, some of you, 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 you may not want to say it because you look good today and you, you in Sunday morning service and you had heavenly vision and you don't want to tell somebody, but I want you to know it's a safe place and there, there, there is enough grace in this room for you to be honest and say, there have been times in my life where I seen the adversary, I seen the people that were against me, I even seen the people that were praying for me, but what I did not see was Jesus. I come to let you know today that there are some seasons in your life where you may not see him with your spirit or with your eyes, but I need you to know that he's somewhere in the vicinity. You may not always feel him. You may not always see him, but I need you to know that Jesus is somewhere in the atmosphere. Tell somebody he's around. He's around. You may not see him. You may not feel him, but here's the thing I love about God. He can work without me seeing him work. He can move without me feeling him move. Is there anybody in here that knows that you got a God that knows how to work in but where you at though I can't see you I can't see you I can't see you verse 5 but the angel uh, said to the woman don't be afraid don't be scared I, I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified 
But here's the, here's the good news. Here's what I need you to know. Understand this, Mary. I need you to know this, that he's not here. He's not here, for he is risen as he said. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. He is not here, for he is risen. Ah, I'm going to talk to somebody in here because somebody's going to walk into their new week with this grace and with this excitement and with this joy. There are going to be places that people look for you because they know that that's how you used to be and they, they know that that's how you used to live. But when they come looking for you, you will not be there anymore. There are going to be people that will go look for your depressed self, but they won't find you there because you're not there anymore. There are going to be people looking for you in your broke self, but you're not there. Tell somebody, I'm not there. I know you're looking for me in that tomb. I know you're looking for me in that grave, but I ain't there no more. That's why I ain't popped you in your mouth yet, because I'm not there no more. Old me would have did something real crazy, would have jumped great, but I'm not. It's for your benefit I'm not there. He said, I'm not there no more. But go, he goes on to say, but he has risen as he said. Now, I need, you to, I need you to get the, it, it, it may seem like a very small, insignificant statement, but it gives us a reality that we have to walk into and live into as believers. It is to say, the angel says, he told you what he was going to do. And even though all you see is that cross and those beatings and that grave, that's not the whole story. Because whatever he said, that's what's going to happen. I know you're looking at some bad situations right now. You're looking at some stuff that you can't even understand. You're looking at some scenarios and situations that are difficult for you to deal with. However, I need you to know that if he said he was going to do it, it is going to be done. Okay, so, okay you're you going to rejoice on Tuesday because on Tuesday you're going to wake up and remember what God told you last year. And you're going to believe in your spirit that if he said it, that's settles it. Whatever God has declared has to happen because he is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent and so whatever he said he's going to perform it. The Bible declares that he would. The Bible says that not none word will return unto him void. So if God had the audacity to utter it out of his mouth into your spirit then you got to have the audacity to believe it regardless of what you see. Said I you, you know, I, I need you to know, he, he told you that. And some of us, I, I, I'm, I'm going to help somebody for a minute, because some of us, you, you, you got to get in your reality, you got to get in your mind that he said it. Why are you tripping? Didn't I tell you I was going to heal you? Come on, talk to us, Holy Ghost. Didn't I tell you I was going to bring you out? Didn't I tell you I was going to change your situation? Didn't I tell you I was going to give you what you stood in need of? I told you I was going to do it. Now, I know it don't look like it, but I don't work according to look. I work according to what the Spirit says. And so you got to believe what he said. Tell your neighbor, he said it, he said it, he said it, he said it, he said it. But then he goes on to say, come see the place where he was. Or come see the place where he lay. He said, I need you to have visual proof that where y'all left him, he's not anymore. He says that there will be times in our life where Jesus, through his Holy Spirit, is going to have to show us some things. Mm 
And I just believe, God, that we're getting ready into a season, walk into a season where God is getting ready to give you visual confirmation. My God, I wish I had about seven people in here that would grab this thing and put it in their bosom. God says, I'm about to show you exactly what I'm getting ready to do. I'm about to give you visual confirmation that I'm big as I said I was. I'm about to show you with your two physical eyeballs that I am just enough God to do for you whatever I said I was going to do. Come look. Come see. I know you don't believe. Come on. Come look. Come on. Come on. Open your eyes and let see that. See that I'm going to do for you the very thing that I said I was going to do for you. Now the enigma of this text is this. If he is not there anymore, how did he get out? Wait a minute. As my granddad said, wait a minute. Just no age, just wait a minute. Now, we didn't see this whole account. We didn't read it in the text. We see it with our spiritual eyes. We see the women coming to the tomb to look for the dead body of Jesus. Presumably, they believe that he's still dead because they ain't here. Uh, they're, they're too overcome by their emotions to believe what God said. Y'all don't feel that. That's just, that's, just me. <laughs> that's, that's just them in the first century. Uh, they're, they're too overwritten by their emotions to deal with it. And so they see the angel. The angel comes down with the earthquake, changes the situation, rolls the stone away. The soldiers die, but we still see no Jesus. Now, there's going to be an image put on the screen. And when we see this image... I want you to tell me if you've seen this before. Because I, 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 I've, been in, I've been in Sunday school my whole life. Shout out to Mother Helen Brown, <laughs> who was my Sunday school teacher. I appreciate her right over there in room four. Praise the Lord. So I went to Sunday school. Glory to God. And she had the little felt board. <laughs> and she put the little tomb there. And she put the little Jesus figure. He was white. Don't worry about that. It, you know, it was just, you know, it came from Standard Publishing. Praise the Lord. But we didn't see this. We see him with the light, you know what I mean? Look like he just got fresh, wet and wavy, you know, installed. And he just looking, you know, he just like, like, he, like he had a glam squad in the tomb, you know. He, he just, and he walking out so gloriously and triumphantly. That's, that's cute. That's real cute. But the reality is when, when we look at this text, if, if what the angel said is correct, he was already gone before the stone was rolled away. I ain't trying to mess with nobody's theology. I ain't trying to come for your Sunday school teacher. I love my Sunday school teacher. Amen. Anybody trying to come for sister so-and-so. She was good. She's still good. If she's alive, she's still good. And if she's gone, she's good in heaven. Praise the Lord. But I, 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 got, I got issue with this image. Because this image tells us that Jesus walked out. This image tells us that Jesus waited patiently in the tomb for the disciples to gather and the women to gather and the angel to come as if Jesus is some superstar celebrity and they're going to roll the stone away any, any moments now. Am I ready? You got me there, angel. Thank you. Okay. Good, good. Fold those clothes. They're going to see me. I want it to be cute. Here I am. Let me walk slow and dramatically. Hello, Mary. 
no, this, that's not what the Bible says. Because the, because when we see the angel, when he rolls the stone away, there, there's no time lapse here. This is real time. He says, uh, uh, uh yeah, he's not here, guys. He, he's, he, he's, he's not here. I, I, I just rolled the stone away. You just looked in there. He ain't here. I got issue with this picture. I'm, I'm not telling you not to post it. But what I'm telling you is, is that there, 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 there is no biblical proof that he walked out of that grave. I know y'all like, he's he been preaching 17 years. Now he's going to jump crazy? On Easter, you're going to act crazy, Pastor? Listen, just walk with me for a minute. Walk with me for a minute. When we look at Matthew's gospel here, the angel says he's not here. When we look at Mark chapter 16, verse 6, the angel said he's not here. When we look at Luke chapter 24, verse 6, the angel says he's not here. So when and how did Jesus get out of the tomb? That's some issues that we got to present to this text. We, 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 we need some answers. We got to go on, you know, CSI Jerusalem. Somebody, you got to help me now. Wait a minute, we got to figure this out. Because if, if this is an accurate depiction, then we got to figure out something. In the, in the words of, uh, of, of, of the old soul songs, don't ask my neighbor. I can't talk to Mark about it. Can't talk to, to Luke about it. Can't even talk to John about it because they wasn't there. And what you need to know, uh, th 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 there are some times in your life where if you really want to know good information, true, right information, you got to go to the source. Don't, don't, don't go strolling my social media page and trying to figure out something about me. Call me. You ain't got my number, come see me. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. And so in order for us to get a good understanding of where Jesus was and how he got out of this grave, we got to talk to Jesus. And the beautiful thing is that we have some accounts of Jesus. Listen what he says. Even in Matthew chapter 12, he says to them, watch this. This one, Matthew chapter 12, verse 39 through 40 says, And yet, no sign shall be given to you but the sign of Jonah, the prophet. For just as Jonah was in the well for three days and nights, so shall I be. And then I shall come. He said, I shall be in the belly of the earth. Just like Jonah was in the belly of the well, I'm going to be in the belly of the earth. But you remember the story about Jonah, right? The Bible didn't say that Jonah walked out of the well. The Bible says that Jonah was spewed or spit out of the well's mouth. Okay, let's see. Okay, he said, okay, okay, that, that, that's one. Okay, I get you, I get you, I get you. Matthew chapter 16, verse 21, he says, from this time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and the chief priests and to be killed. And he said that he would be raised again on the third day. He said they're going to spit me out like, like they spit Jonah out. Then he said that, that I'm going to be raised on the third day. That ain't enough. We go to John chapter 2, verse 18. In John chapter 2, verse 18, he says, y'all can destroy this temple. But in three days, we're going to raise it up. 
That ain't enough. John chapter 12, verse 32. John chapter 12, verse 32 says, And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto myself. Ah, when we hear Jesus' personal account of his own resurrection, we learn a glorious reality. Now, while he may have walked on the water, and I'm glad about that. Walk on water. I'm excited. I want to walk on water too. Amen. Going to the pool, trying out. Oh, help me all the way. He, he had to walk all the way down the Via Della Rosa to the hill called Golgotha. He had to do that. He had to walk through that thing. But I got to tell you something in the few moments I have left with you that while he walked on water and while he walked down the Via Della Rosa and while he may have walked everywhere in his journey up until the triumphant entry when he got on that donkey, he did not walk out of the tomb. I know, I know y'all missing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you lying. No, I ain't lying. The Bible says that he was raised out of the tomb. I'm almost out of here. The, the Bible says that he was lifted out. He was raised out of the tomb. The Greek word that has raised there and even lifted in the scripture that I quoted you before, it has the connotation of one being grafted from one place immediately to another. Uh, here, here's the good news. The good news is, is that Jesus did not wait for the tomb to be open. Jesus did not wait for the angels to come and be his, his bodyguards. Jesus was raised out of the tomb by the same spirit that put him in Mary's womb. That same spirit came and reanimated that body, glorified it, and raised it out of the tomb. Now, if we was Baptists, we'd be shouting right there. Because he stayed there Friday. Come on. He stayed there Saturday, but early. I wish I had a preacher on my throat. Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave. Come on, y'all. What'd your granddaddy teach you? With all power in his hand. Now, that should be enough to shout. That should be enough to rejoice that he didn't wait for anything to help him out. He, he was raised out. And if that wasn't good news enough, I got to tell you something. That on today, Jesus told me to tell you through the power of his Holy Spirit that just as Jesus was raised out of his greatest issue, God is going to raise you out of yours. Uh, your neighbor didn't hear what I said, so tell your neighbor, you about to be raised out of your greatest issue. Oh, y'all go, okay, okay, okay. Y'all gonna make me work a little bit, huh? All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> See, some of us are struggling right now because we're trying to figure out how to get out of this situation. We're, we didn't bought books. Uh, 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 five ways to catch a man. Seven steps to a better you. <laughs> Ten steps to a summer bod. <laughs> you know, 
all these processes and we didn't wrote into people and, and looking for systems and plans and processes in order to get us out. And I'm, I'm not mad at the system, the plan, nor the process. There are some things that you got to be systematic about. There's some things you got to plan and there's some things you got to process. But I came to let you know that the power of the gospel is this, that not everything in your life do you have to walk out of because the spirit of God is speaking to you this morning to tell you that I'm not waiting for you to figure out how to get out I'm, a put to, I'm about to put my hand into your life and I'm about to pull you out of whatever you've been stuck in I wish I had a few people to consider the very things that no matter what you do you can't find yourself out of it I'm so glad you're there because the reality is is that whatever you can't get out of God says that's the very thing that I want to pull you out of. Is there anybody in here that says I believe that there's a resurrection on the inside of me that God is about to put his hand of grace into the tomb of my life and he's about to raise me out. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to fight my way out. I don't have to think my way out because he's raising me Jesus didn't have to try to figure out how to get out of the tomb. Jesus didn't try to figure out how to, how to break the Roman seal. Because the spirit had already made provision for his resurrection. Don't miss what I just said. I said before he got into... Revelation says, blessed is the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth to bring glory to God. I don't know what tomb you're behind this morning, but I come to let you know that before you ever got into the tomb, God already had an escape plan. Before they buried you, God already had a resurrection plan. Before they put the seal on the stone, God already had an idea how to get you out. Is there anybody in here that says, I got joy in my spirit? Because I've been trying to figure out how to get out of this. And I almost got depressed. I almost got down and dejected. Because I could not see my way out. I was sinking deep in sin. I was far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within. I was sinking to rise no more but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry and from the water he lifted me now save him I love lifted me when nothing else could help my plan couldn't help my word couldn't help. My money couldn't help. My connections couldn't help. My pride couldn't help. But the love of Jesus reached into my death and brought me life. The love of Jesus reached into my depression and raised me to joy. The love of Jesus 
reached into my sickness and raised me to healing. The love of Jesus reached in to my sorrow and raised me to joy. Is there anybody in here that got a leap in their spirit? I wish somebody would get low. How did you get out? How did you get out? How did you break the addiction? How did you break the sorrow? How did you break the shame? How did you break the worry? I can't tell you how I made it, but there's a man in Galilee. If you're sick, he'll set you free. Does anybody know him? Has he picked you up? Has he picked you up? Has he turned you around? Has he placed your feet? I dare you just to grab somebody. Don't hurt them, but just pull them a little bit. And tell them it's time for you to be raised to life. Don't you stay in that dead place. Don't you stay in that tomb. There's a resurrection in the room. There's a resurrection on your road. Lift up somebody. Wait, wait, wait. Lift up your head. Oh, ye gates. And be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. I know you feeling down. I know you're ready to give up. But I need you to understand that you can't stay in that tomb. But only for so long. You can't stay in that situation. For only so long. It don't matter how long you've been down. It don't matter how long you've been out. I declare that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in your body and it's gonna quicken your body and your spirit tell somebody rise up rise up y'all gotta help me preach tell somebody rise rise get up out of depression get up out of defeat let Jesus be a resurrection for you today is your day to rise up y'all gotta help me preach find somebody and just raise them out of their seat and tell them let me show you what Jesus is about to do let me show you what Jesus is about to do I know you can't raise yourself I know you don't want to raise yourself but there's a resurrection on the inside of you rise up my brother rise up my sister rise up
Oh, somebody gonna get it on Tuesday. I wish I had some prophetic people praying in the aisles, speaking over their neighbor. I declare resurrection over you. You coming out of that tomb of depression. You coming out of that tomb of defeat. You coming out of that tomb of shame. You coming out of that tomb of worry. You coming out of that tomb of abuse. You coming out of that tomb of sickness. You coming out. I declare in the name of Jesus the same power the same power that raised Jesus the same power that brought him out of the grave the same power is in your marriage the same power is in your children the same power is in your heart prophesy one more time just say rise 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 find as many people as you can and just speak it over them rise 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 out of defeat rise out of shame rise out of your past rise out of your failures rise Resurrection power. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. I hope you were blessed by that word. Now as you go back to doing whatever you need to do, remember this. God loves you and we love you too. Let's stay connected. Visit us at hbcla.com.